Matthew is a 55-year-old single black man with bad teeth and holes in his shoes. He sits on the sidewalk of Vermont Avenue in Los Feliz, shaking a paper cup. I'm not really home. I just went to the mall because they let me out of county jail yesterday morning. Matthew says he has been coming to this neighborhood for 15 years. His words slur together as he talks about children of the devil and undercover cops. Matthew says he wants to go buy a beer, even though he was recently in jail for drinking alcohol in public. Why were you in jail? Drinking a 211. What's that mean? You know what a 211 is? A beer. Beer? You were in jail for a beer? Yeah. Were you drinking it on the street? Mm -hmm. And so then they arrested you? Yeah. You don't supposed to drink on the street. Alcohol be on the street. Advocates for the homeless say Matthew is the cliché, the stereotype of what people think of when they think of the homeless. Yet they say this perception is often inaccurate and can have disastrous effects on public policy. Clementina Verhan of Los Angeles Housing Authority says most people link homelessness to deviant status. Most Americans believe that homeless people are addicted to drugs or alcohol, have been in jail or in prison, and basically they're mentally ill. The public also views, you know, the problem as one largely afflicting racial minorities and those with little education. Tanya Tull of Beyond Shelter says the people out on the streets like Matthew are the visible or chronically homeless, but they represent only one subset of the entire group. People who are without housing in our communities throughout the country are comprised of many different kinds of people that represent low-income people in general, primarily men, women, and children. The L.A. Housing Authority found there are almost 70,000 people homeless in L.A. County each night. About 25,000 of those are mentally ill. But most are low-income families who didn't have safety nets. Tull says... They're just people down on their luck who our society has decided to throw away. Advocates say misperceptions of the homeless are damaging because they misinform public policy. Tull says the federal government has identified the chronically homeless to receive the funds and attention. She says this group certainly deserves help, but money has been unevenly distributed. This has been at a high cost, and the high cost is individuals and family units with children under the age of 19, 18, and under, who are not, quote-unquote, chronically homeless and are invisible except to the agencies and the schools that are seeing them every day and serving them. It's a recent morning at the Union Rescue Mission on L.A.'s Skid Row. Women are hanging out in the mission's day room, watching TV and playing cards. Peggy Williams works with women and families at the mission. She says about a quarter of all single women who stay at the mission each night are there because of financial reasons. They can't find affordable housing or don't manage their money well. These women have a hard time finding a bed at other shelters. We receive people who are here because of economic reasons, but most of the other shelters do not because their funding comes for specific reasons, either domestic violence or substance abuse. Linda Howard is 56. Wearing jeans, a t-shirt, drop earrings, and nail polish, she looks like your typical middle-aged woman. Yet Howard is homeless. 
Howard says she doesn't do drugs or alcohol. She's homeless because she lost her job at a temp agency and couldn't afford her apartment. The job end and the temp didn't put me back to work right away. And then when I did begin to get out and start looking again, it took more time and then my rent fell behind. Howard says she hates that people think all the homeless are drunks or drug users. Everybody is a paycheck away from homelessness and the stereotype that they're doing with people, a lot of people that I have met on the streets, they weren't always on drugs and alcohol. Sometime a long term of being homeless has led them down that path. I've met some wonderful people that were homeless. I've met Harvard students. I've met all kind of people, musicians. I mean, it has nothing really to do with homelessness. It's a lot of times their environment of being homeless over a period of time has led them in that direction of drugs and alcohol. A study published by Fannie Mae and Gallup Incorporated last month found that 85% of the public believes drug and alcohol problems are a main factor leading to homelessness. Others argue that the chronically homeless are not receiving greater resources. Gary Blasey from UCLA Law School says he thinks the bigger problem is people seeing the homeless as criminals. To the extent that you frame the problem in those terms, the response to the response to crime is uh, is policemen, and so we spent about six million dollars sending fifty policemen to Skid Row, uh, which is well, about um, eight tenths of a square mile uh, for a year, drawing them away from other neighborhoods, which have a much higher crime rate. Either way, he says, it is also important to recognize that there is a great imbalance between need and money. We're talking about whether we're meeting 10% of the need or 15% of the need. USC social work professor Kristen Ferguson says misperceptions can also have a negative impact on the homeless themselves. Ferguson works with homeless young adults in the Hollywood area who do street performances. There are entrepreneurial strengths that um, that they have that aren't recognized when there's a culture of fear or um, kind of negative attitude towards these young people. Ferguson says many homeless kids struggled to escape abusive homes and are actually very resilient. She says that when people ignore the kids or treat them badly, it is dehumanizing and devalidating. Some of the comments that they would make in some of our focus groups is they they want to be seen and they want to be heard for who they are and not for whom society thinks they are. The advocates say a solution to the misperceptions and faulty public policy is more education about who exactly comprises the homeless population. They say guys like Matthew clearly need help, but they aren't the only ones. Hannah Ingeber Wynn, Annenberg Radio News.